Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 26 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. Glad to have you here as always. And this week I'm really excited. I'm always excited, but exceptionally excited because we had some breaking news over the past week in the SEO and the uh, black hat and gray hat SEO space. And this is very timely because you know, if you've been following along, last week's episode was all about white hat, gray hat, and black hat SEO and what some of the differences are. And right after that episode went live Monday of this past week, Spencer Hawes over at Niche Pursuits had an article about uh, private blog networks and how his sites and the sites of his uh, worker parent were hit drastically by a manual Google penalty. And then uh, it was kind of like the shot heard around the world. I saw a lot of people that I follow all talking about the same thing, uh, whether they were hit or not. It was a huge topic of discussion and one that is continuing. And I'm going to provide you all the details and exactly what's going on. So it's kind of a continuation of last week's post. But before I get right into the content, I did want to give a quick shout out for a brand new five-star review in iTunes. So excited. I really appreciate that. And that came from one, I believe it's from one of my email subscribers from the UK, and it is from Chris52, and it says, Stumbled upon this gem of a podcast when looking for new internet marketing podcasts to listen to on my commute. Full of useful and fresh information and delivered in a clear and concise way. Recommended listening if you are into niche site building. A fantastic find. Thank you so much, Chris. Really appreciate it. And uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash iTunes or nichesitetools.com forward slash Stitcher, and you can leave a review right there or in your favorite mobile podcast listening app. I greatly appreciate it. The more positive reviews we can get, uh, no matter what country you're in, I, they are greatly appreciated and they will help the reach of the show and uh, help to bring in new ideas for great content so it'll benefit all of us. So thanks again. Really appreciate that. And along those same lines, I wanted to thank Joe, an email subscriber. He gave me five or six different ideas for potential podcast episodes or blog posts. So I really appreciate that as well. Thank you for the feedback, Joe. And uh, that'll wrap it up for the housekeeping for this week. And we'll jump right into the content for this week's episode. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, it was a shot heard around the world this past week as far as Google rolling out what appears to be a Panda update. And it's most likely going to be like a 4.1 update or something similar, but uh, hasn't been given an official name yet. But uh, what started to happen was around September 18th, a lot of folks that have been using private blog networks to get backlinks. And what that means is basically over the past year or so, or possibly a little bit longer, folks have been um, getting trying to get backlinks to their site, which you probably know is important to get links back to your site. So it basically tells Google that you're doing things right. Um, if you're doing things the white hat way, what you'd be doing is creating content. People would either be stumbling upon your content via search engine or maybe they're subscribed and they're um, following your site 
But uh, basically what that means is your site is liked by other sites. People are sharing your content. You're doing a good job of bringing uh, good information out to folks on the Internet. And as a result, Google will uh, give you rankings and as a result, traffic and uh, help your site to uh, get where it needs to be. And the problem is a lot of folks have been trying to game the system by utilizing private blog networks. And what exactly that means is folks have been creating their own networks of sites, could be hundreds of sites, whatever the case may be, and they've been doing different ways, um, going about different ways of doing that. So purchasing expired domains that had domain authority and page rank previously, and then utilizing that to their benefit by posting content to their um, that contains links to their own site. So they're getting some benefit that that site that was expired had some rank and authority and uh, continuing to build a network of those sites and um, interlinking to various sites that they have. So it's a whole network of backlinks and building sites to try and uh, keep that sort of on the down low and make it look like that's legit traffic and uh, hopefully Google would not notice that and they were doing wonderfully well. They were getting a lot of uh, backlinks, a lot of traffic and a lot of rankings and a lot of income as a result of that. But anyone that utilized those, I would say for the most part, probably 85 to 90% of those folks realized that what they were doing was against Google's terms of service. So at any time, they could be penalized and uh, that could negatively affect their sites. A lot of folks may not realize that. People that were new saw things like Rank Hero, where you could go out and purchase links like that, much less on the down low. So those were very public. You could go out to the site still and purchase backlink packages and things like that. And um, there was no hiding that. They were very open about what uh, the service was providing. So what had happened was around the 18th of September, people started to get um, notices in their Google Webmaster Tools account stating that the manual action had been taken. Uh, their sites were penalized for what was listed as thin content. So that really doesn't seem to hit the crux of the matter. So it seems kind of deceptive, not really deceptive, but it doesn't seem to match what exactly is going on. So I know specifically Spencer Hawes and uh, Perrin, his employee, had a site, apennyshave.com, which was a site talking all about different shaving products, and they were making the bulk of their income or all of their income from the Amazon affiliate program. And uh, their site getting hit with thin content, I think, is definitely incorrect. That site was definitely providing a lot of value to folks looking for reviews on different shaving products. And it was by no means thin content uh, in the definition of the term. So what you'd expect as far as thin content is maybe a paragraph or two. Really spammy, just uh, multiple articles about uh, supplements or things like that come to mind. So it's really not based, you know, to me, it does not fit the uh, definition of why those sites were penalized. So really, they should have come out and say, hey, you're using uh, shady backlinking techniques. We've discovered your private blog networks and we penalize you as a result. But I don't think they're going to come right out and say that, obviously. So a lot of folks were getting thin content, error, um, not error message, but messages from Google that their sites were hit for that reason. So if you go into your Google Webmaster Tools account and you have your site set up in there, if you see any errors or warnings that you have thin content, 
you may have been hit by that over the last week or so. And it says they're rolling this out. There was an official message about it yesterday on, what's today's date here? I'm recording this on Friday the 26th, and that notice came out on the 25th. So it said they had begun to manually penalize some sites, and that had started around the 18th, and it was going to continue for another week. So looks like it's about a two-week iteration, and uh, we're not quite sure. There's been some differing opinions on whether this is an automatic algorithm update or manual. Most sites that I've seen said this is a manual update that's occurring. They're manually penalizing sites, which is why it's going to take two weeks rather than just rolling it out and having it uh, immediately active. So it does look like it's a manual uh, effort on Google's part, and uh, it is occurring from September 18th, and it's going to take around two weeks, which would place it somewhere around September 18th through October 2nd. So keep an eye on your Google Webmaster account. I haven't noticed anything on my account. And uh, there's nothing as far as penalty, penalties go, no decrease in traffic and no errors or warnings on my site. So I have not utilized any of these private blog networks for linking. I had definitely highly considered it, so I'm grateful that I didn't end up using it. I was considering using Rank Hero or trying some of these private networks that don't uh, advertise a lot. Uh, one that comes to mind was Glenn Alsop over at Viper Chill. He had a certain, and continues to have a service actually, which sells private blog network links. So there's a lot of folks that have their own networks or their own, uh, there was a site that does a training program on how you can set up your own site. But really, it, the reason I didn't go forward was mostly due to cost actually, because a lot of them were well over $100 just to get a couple of links. And uh, if you wanted to set up your own private blog network, you to do it right, you really had to cover your tracks and uh, keep your footprint small so that it wouldn't be detected. So you had to have multiple um, hosting accounts, multiple sites where you register the domain. So it had to be a lot of um, effort up front as well as a lot of additional cost and a lot to maintain them also. So really it looked like it was going to be a lot of effort. And since I don't have a whole ton of sites, I definitely you know have around the uh, five site level. So a lot of these folks had, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30, 100 sites that they were trying to get additional rankings for. So it made sense that on a, on a scale of that size, that uh, if you put forth the effort like this, it could pay off for you um, down the road. So cost benefit analysis, it really didn't seem like something that I wanted to get into. And it did seem a little bit shady and definitely something that was not part of the Google terms of service. So I knew it had the large potential to be affected down the road. But at the time, which was I think about six months or so ago that I was considering it, a lot of folks were having a lot of success with it and everybody was making it seem like there was a, you know, either no way that Google could find out about this in a short period of time or it was highly unlikely that these sites would be penalized due to the different ways that people were um, basically hiding their footprint and uh, keeping things on the down low. But of course, with anything that uh, is an attempt to game the system, Google is going to go out there and actively try to pursue those folks. So that definitely happened. And uh, I have, I'm have i going to have a link to a ton of different articles. There's going to be at least 10 articles on this topic. And they're all going to be listed on the show notes for this post, which is going to be nichesitetools.com 
forward slash the number 26. So definitely head over there and check that out. And uh, this isn't really a post on criticizing people that utilize these links or saying, hey, great, we're awesome if we didn't use these. Yay for us. It has nothing to do with this. This is going to present both sides, and there's going to be a lot of different links that you're going to want to check out for yourself and make your own decision as far as not necessarily even for private blog networks because I think for most folks, that probably didn't utilize them. You can just take this as a learning experience. Anytime you see folks that are clearly gaming the system in some way and having a benefit, like I said in my last post, it is basically like driving a Lamborghini. Uh, you could be flying along in the fast lane and uh, passing everybody that's uh, doing the slow and steady thing in the right lane. But at some point, uh, those folks, the cops out there with the radar guns are going to hit you. It's just a matter of when and how substantially uh, you're going to have to pay a penalty. So a lot of those things are very tempting. Uh, the, the fast money can be out there. And uh, my take is kind of different on this because I don't think there, obviously there's a clear learning experience here. If you want to do things the right way, the slow and steady race is the way to go. Uh, the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise definitely seems to win out over the long run. So as far as long-term strategy, I've always deployed um, as far as my niche site tool site that the slow and steady uh, race is the way to go. And uh, I don't stray very far from that on that site, but that's not to say that I don't experiment in the gray or potentially black hat techniques on my other niche sites. So I think a balanced approach, and it all depends on risk-reward, exactly like I said in the last episode. So touching on what Spencer Hawes mentioned over from nichepursuits.com, they had a number of different sites, a lot of very public niche projects, and a penny shaved being the most public one. And what had happened is over a period of time, they had built up that site, and at the peak, they were getting, uh, initially early on, it went quickly to well, making well over $1,000 a month. And I think based on their most recent numbers and their um, how badly they were hit with this penalty, it was quite substantially more than that. So let's just say several thousand dollars a month for just for talking purposes. So what had happened was they got hit with that and uh, a lot of their private blog network sites and links, those sites were de-indexed completely. So a lot of the uh, money-making sites that they had, either their private blog networks sites were de-indexed or potentially their money-making sites were de-indexed as well. And what that means is if you're making, let's say, $10,000 a month and your site is de-indexed, unless somebody had your site bookmarked and it's a site that people go to on a regular basis, most likely all of your income is gone. So your site will no longer rank in Google. And uh, you, as a result, you will get no traffic from Google search engine. So since the majority of folks out there, unless you have a site, let's just say smartpassiveincome.com, where people go to on a regular basis to check out your content, knowing you're going to post regular updates. If you're just hosting a site about uh, shaving products or linking to affiliate products, Typically, you're not going to have a huge following. Most folks are going to find you through search engine traffic, and if you are de-indexed, that is game over. Um, of course, there are ways to attempt to recover from those. If you remove all of your links that were penalized and you do stuff to get your site, um, you disavow those links. There's other tools and things like that to help your site get ranking, and you could potentially transfer content 
from that site over to a new site, new domain name with none of those backlinks. And uh, Spencer has done that recently with uh, one of his public niche projects. But he has found that in some cases, the Google recognizes that content and the structure of your content. And if you transfer over that content to another site that's brand new, has no ties to your old site, you could still potentially be penalized down the road. So there's absolutely no guarantee you're going to recover from something like that. But the bottom line is that they said that they were getting, uh, you know, nine to $10,000 of income per month from some of their sites. And a lot of that is 100% gone as of right now. So you can imagine if you're earning an income 100% from sites like that, let's say you're making $10,000 per month and that's your entire family's income and you're on track to get a nice six-figure income over the course of a year and you you are hit with a penalty like this and you are do, utilizing these methods on all of your sites, you can see how you could be super frustrated to say the least and uh, at worst you could be living out of your car if you're living... Uh, you know, beyond your means. So it, you could see how this could definitely be devastating to someone that's making a full-time online income. But at the same time, the way I think of it is this. Like I said, you got to have different ranges of sites and different uh, risk tolerances depending on your site topic. So for instance, if I have a niche site, which I do, that currently isn't earning income but has in the past, I may deploy some methods that are somewhat questionable to try to resurrect that site or try to keep that site going and to get additional sales. So for a site like that, I may deploy things like private blog networks or maybe um, YouTube videos and maybe paying for some likes or traffic to those videos to simulate that the video has some more traffic and things like that. Some of those things I have done on other niche sites that I am not concerned about. If that site is de-indexed, so be it. It is not going to affect me in any negative way. So things like that, I wouldn't um, hold it against you, let's say, if you're going to try some different methods to get traffic that may not be on the uh, Google Terms of Service, but could potentially help you rank over time with the understanding that you could completely lose that site and uh, you could not be surprised if that were to happen. So if you have a, uh, you know, a, a, a listing of sites, let's say 10 sites, five sites, whatever the case may be, you may experiment on some of these things with one or two of those sites knowing that you could lose them completely. So if you're in that ballpark or if you're in that uh, realm, Definitely, it is something that uh, you could consider doing, but uh, you know, I don't recommend these methods for most of your affiliate or your. Um I couldn't think of the term there, but for authority type sites where you're going to build up content on a weekly basis and continue to take the slow and steady uh, pace, I would not recommend doing anything like that on those sites. So obviously my main site, niche site tools, that is not the focus whatsoever. My focus is on building up my audience and building up traffic over time. And that's exactly the way I've been doing it. And uh, that has been working really well. I've never been hit with a particular penalty 
and uh, I've just seen traffic steadily, very slowly increase over time, and it's going exactly as planned. So that's definitely the method that I would recommend for most of your sites. But if you're experiencing with, or if you're experimenting with uh, little niche sites and you don't necessarily have any traffic, certainly you can experiment with things, see how things go, and use it as a learning experience. But uh, for the most part, you see, you've seen uh, or will see if you read these articles that I'm going to link to just how devastating these things can be. And uh, from the most, for the most part, sites that have been hit, like No Hat Digital, is one. Uh, a couple others. They say about forty to forty-five percent of their sites that were utilizing private blog networks have been hit in a negative fashion and very negatively. So not just penalized as far as rankings go, but completely de-indexed. So most of those folks are working on either dismantling their private blog networks completely and disavowing those links to try to recover, or if there are specific sites that, uh, you know, that not necessarily big money makers, most likely they're just going to have to let them go and let them expire and uh, chalk it up as a learning experience. So it was a really devastating hit to a lot of folks. I've reached out to other folks. Uh, there's some guys over at Cloud Income that had a training program on how to set up private blog networks, and they had some really active posts on there, and I did a uh, comment or two on some of their posts, and they have not been posted or approved or, or responded to. So I assume a lot of those folks that are right in the middle of this really haven't had a chance to follow up or as a result of the uh, negative hit that they've taken probably trying to either cover their tracks or to come out with a response on you know what exactly they're doing and what they recommend for their customers going forward. But that's not to say that everything has been 100% negative, but Spencer Haas clearly says he's not going to be touching blog networks. He's done. He uh, Google, you win, basically throwing up the uh, flag, the white flag, saying, I give up and uh, move on. So that's what Spencer's doing. That's what Tung Tran is doing over at uh, cloudliving.com. A lot of these people have cloud in their URL, so I'm forgetting. But uh, yeah, cloudliving.com, Tung Tran is no longer, and he was using private blog networks, but said a couple of months ago he started to be concerned about it, and he is completely out of the private blog network game. But on the other side, Glenn Alsop, who has a service that provides private blog network links, he has said that, yes, they were definitely affected, but on a much smaller scale. And as far as he's going, it's full speed ahead. You can still purchase um, private blog network links through them, and they will be reopening that at the beginning of October. So it's definitely a quite a mix of folks. I would say probably of all the articles that I've read, which is a lot, probably 80 to 85% of them are done. So they're doing whatever it takes to disavow those links and try to, um, you know, basically recover their money-making sites from this penalty and uh, just moving on and leaving the private blog networks in the dust. But uh, there are some folks that still think there may be a place for them and that this is just a temporary thing. And uh, I really agree that a lot of this is 
PR from Google. So Matt Cutts, if you know, he's one of the main guys as far as the spam goes and penalties and things like that, that everybody should be following on Twitter. Matt Cutts, C-U-T-T-S, check it out. Keep an eye on him. He actually linked to one of the articles. Let me go back here from Search Engine Land. And basically what he said was Black Hat SEO fads it's like walking into a dark alley packed with used car salesmen who won't show you their cars. And he linked to the Search Engine Land article, which mentioned specifically the Google um, rolling out this penalty manually. So obviously they're paying attention and they're trying to get the word out to prevent people from utilizing these private blog networks. And what that accomplishes is that... Sure, Google can probably find maybe, let's say, 20 to 25%. I'm just a complete estimate off the top of my head. Let's say they find 25% of these private blog networks and successfully penalize them. Of course, that leaves a huge portion of sites out there that are still going to be out there and still going to be gaming the system and still getting rankings as a result. So what they really would like is that everyone to get the word out, which has absolutely happened over the course of the last week, and that no one would go forward utilizing private blog networks, so their job is done. They don't have to go out there and find them anymore. Nobody will use them, and life is good. But of course, that's not what's going to happen. A lot of the folks that are utilizing these private blog networks want to keep thing on the keep things on the down low. Sorry. Um, so they want to. They're not going to publicly talk about this. So if they still have private blog networks out there that are working, they're going to probably continue to utilize them with a little bit more caution and being a little bit more careful and trying to cover their tracks. But it is entirely possible that this is going to be a two-week huge PR thing. There are sites, obviously, that are penalized, but they really want to get the word out, and it's really working. So most folks are saying don't ever utilize these networks again, and that's definitely what the heavy hitters out there are saying. So their tactics are absolutely working 100% how they want it to. But after these two weeks, it's entirely possible that some of these networks still may, may work and still may exist, and people still may continue to use them to success. So what they really want, again, is to get the word out and uh, let this continue to spread. It's very similar to Matt Cutts recently saying over the past couple of months, I'm not sure exactly when it was now, it was probably a couple of months back, but that guest posting for SEO purposes was dead. So basically they were trying to get the word out there that if you're utilizing guest posting on other sites to in the attempt to just gain backlinks and that's your primary reason for it, it's not going to work for you anymore. So basically in that case, it was a much less of a hit though. They were saying that uh, links that were provided on guest posts um, on particulars, particularly on sites that their entire focus was to allow other people to guest post, that those links were going to be devalued. It wasn't a case of de-indexing sites and things like that. It wasn't that big of a penalty, but it was basically saying that sites specifically set up to allow guest posting as the primary focus, those links that you were going to get back to your site were not going to provide the link juice you were hoping for. So it was an attempt to discourage folks from utilizing guest posting. And a lot of folks said guest posting is dead. We're not going to allow this anymore. doesn't work anymore, et cetera, et cetera. So for a couple of weeks, that's all I heard. And um, so it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy that what Google was hoping for to spread the word that this doesn't work anymore absolutely worked. But slowly over time, 
a lot of folks have come out and said this isn't necessarily the case. Guest posting is definitely still a huge benefit to your site, not specifically maybe for the backlinks, but to get your content in front of a larger audience and get people to come to your site as a result. So it definitely makes sense to continue to do that. So I think that's kind of what's going to happen in this case too, but on a much smaller scale because the penalty was so much bigger and sites were completely de-indexed, this is a much huger, uh, much bigger deal. So it's, it's really huge in this case. And I think that it will have a much more far-reaching effect. So I think a lot of the services like Rank Hero and things like that that provide private blog network links, I definitely think you will not see a lot of public uh, sites like that any longer. And I think that for the majority of folks, the private blog network links are probably not worth the additional effort that it takes, the additional money spent, given that you could be penalized anywhere down the road. So I think this will have a much bigger effect, but I think the folks that still utilize them and still have those networks and still and spent the time and effort to set them up, I think they will probably continue to use them on a much smaller scale, but uh, this is going to have a far more... Uh, you know, larger long-term effect on folks that were utilizing these types of links. So I'm going to present just one little caveat, and I kind of already touched on that, but let's, you know, think about this for a second. Let's say you had a couple of sites and you were somehow making, even on a smaller scale, let's say you were making $1,000 a month, somewhere between $1,000 and $10,000 per month on uh, these tactics, utilizing mostly private blog networks. I would think most folks that are just starting out have a hard time even fathoming that sort of income from these sites. So if there is a method out there that allows you to post, let's say, a content, um, some, let's say you got 10 articles on a site or 10 or 15 articles, and you're going to do primarily promoting shaving products on Amazon, let's say you were able to work it up to three to four, $5,000 per month after three months. I think most of you out there would say, wow, that is really a huge feat, um, huge amount of income. I can't fathom that at this particular point, just starting out, maybe getting a couple of clicks on AdSense or getting a couple of dollars on Amazon. That's really a huge amount of money, and that can make a huge difference in someone's life. So let's say that you could um, you know, game the system in some way that you could spend $100 or two, get some private blog network links, which most likely it's going to be a lot more than that. It's going to take a lot more effort to get sites, you know, bringing in that kind of income. But let's say you were able to do it with a small amount of money and a small amount of effort. I think most folks thinking that they could get three to five grand per month, even $1,000 per month, that may potentially be worth something like this. So that may be worth doing some gray hat things or some black hat things. Even if your site were to be de-indexed, if you could say get three to five grand in one month, let's say two to three months, you had some great income and uh, you got in sort of at the beginning, you're in the middle and uh, it was not yet on Google's radar. So for three to five months, you got three to five or three to five, let's say three months, you got three to five thousand dollars worth of income. So you got somewhere between nine grand and 15 grand worth of income. I think a lot of folks would say, hey, that's worth my time and effort to spend a couple hundred dollars. And if I can bank that money, I can utilize that for new projects going forward. And I've learned my lesson and I will do things differently. But man, you know, 
that amount of money can make a huge difference. And, and if you just think about it from, let's say you had these uh, lifelong dreams to go to Fiji or something and uh, get one of those overwater bungalows that you can uh, just, you know, or even rent Necker Island from uh, Richard Branson. Let's say you wanted to do something crazy like that. You, you could potentially do something like that and bringing in 15 grand in a couple of months time of course these are not the uh, rule these are these guys are the exception they you know put a lot of effort into these sites and may have other people helping them out so of course it there's really no quick path to easy money but uh, if you could accomplish that through some sketchy techniques that is definitely something that uh, some folks try to focus on and I can't blame them for that was kind of the my whole point of that i can't blame you if, if you can make you know do some potentially shady things even like spencer was uh and perrin were helping folks out finding shaving products and uh providing great reviews and details so i don't think they were doing anything shady as far as deceiving anyone they were just doing things shady as far as how to get that traffic and how to get rankings quicker than that would normally be possible so i'm not saying doing things deceptively i 100 percent against that um you know trickery or doing anything like that which borders between black hat and illegal tactics not at all what i'm talking about here i'm just talking about um, utilizing methods that are somewhat sketchy to get additional traffic whether it's short term or long term um, you know to get those additional eyeballs on your site not deceiving as far as content i'm always about keeping content on the up and up but it is difficult to get that traffic and ranking so if there are ways out there that attempt to allow you a short-term benefit, I don't blame folks is all I'm saying. If if the, those methods are out there, you can get a couple grand and uh, move on. I think that's great. It takes a long, long time to get income at that level doing niche site projects and things like that. So I can't blame those folks, so I understand that. And uh, most of them realize that, hey, I knew what I was doing could potentially be dangerous and I could get de-indexed over time. But it is still a huge hit for those guys. So going from ten grand a month to zero, potentially in some cases, is huge. So not condoning that, just saying that I think a lot of those guys realize the penalties so I feel most for the new guys so if you had just started out you saw these private blog networks as a foolproof way to get traffic and rankings and you went from zero to 60 in a matter of months and then you went back down to zero I do feel for those folks if they were brand new and didn't realize the types of penalties that could get hit so I just kind of wanted to present both sides out there so you realize if you're brand new don't necessarily get caught up in these things, but if you're going into it knowing you're going to have a couple of sites that you're going to experiment on and use it as a learning experience, definitely understand that. Uh, no issues with that, and you will learn some things the hard way. You may find some things that do work for you, and maybe they're not in the public eye. Maybe they'll continue to work for you, so you can keep those to yourself kind of thing or share them with a small group of folks and um, just continue to use utilize them as long as you can. So there are two sides to every story, and I think this particular one, private blog networks are dead for most folks. So for most folks, if you never utilize them, you can move on and uh, you just know that you know what you're what you were probably thinking, that this is kind of shady, this isn't going to work, this isn't for me. All is good. Continue to move on and continue to do things as you have been doing and um, just uh, chuck it up to a learning experience from other folks that allowed you to benefit uh, watching from the outside.
So that's the type of value that I hope to provide for you here. Even if you're not, uh, you know, tapped in and you're not following a lot of the big hitters out there, hopefully I can provide you that information to keep you in the loop and uh, let you know exactly what's going down. This was definitely kind of like a breaking news scenario, something I was following all week, and uh, it was right after my post went live on Monday that all this information started to come out. So I actually was considering changing the white hat gray hat black hat seo art um podcast episode but i had put so much time and effort into it and it was a lengthy post and it was all still relevant i so i decided to just leave it out there and i'd pr provide this update here for you this week on uh, exactly what all went on so this is definitely stuff that interests me i was uh very riveted and uh checking out all the posts as they were coming out this week. So it was uh, very fun for me and something I enjoy bringing you. And along those same lines, we're going to go right into our tool of the week. And this week, that's going to be Google Webmaster Tools. And if you're not familiar, it's definitely something you should have set up for all of your websites. And uh, what that allows you to do is you can basically tie it in with your analytics account and any warnings or error messages or things like that, you will see all in one place in your Google Webmaster Tools account. And it'll tell you if you have uh, 404 errors on your site or if you get hit with any penalties. That just basically is a way for Google to get in touch with you as the site owner on anything they think is important. So if you uh, if your site is performing bad or you know there's something that obviously is wrong with your site, they will attempt to notify you there via the Webmaster Tools account. So it's relatively easy to set up. There are I'll link to uh, Google's instructions on how to get that set up. But if you have any questions at all on setting that up, you can always leave me a comment, and I'd be glad to help you out with that. But uh, definitely something you want to set up for all of your sites, and uh, it can tie in with your um, Google Analytics account. So it's basically just uh, keeps everything tied in together and allows to set. It's it's your way to set. Tell Google that, hey, I'm the owner. Here's how you can contact me. And definitely something that is definitely needed, especially given that all of these folks that had their sites penalized were notified via their Google Webmaster Tools um, interface. So definitely something you're going to want to set up for your site. And that'll do it for this week's episode. Again, thank you so much, Chris, for the five-star review in iTunes. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you, Joe, for the suggestions for upcoming episodes. And if you have not yet had a chance to do so, if you would head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, you can join my email list and you'll instantly receive my free keyword brainstorming guide. And more importantly, you'll be tapped in so that if any breaking news like this does come out, you'll automatically know when any new blog posts or podcast episodes are live. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.